0: about like a level progression that allows you to see new content versus a power fantasy level progression like one where
1: you just get sort of slowly and incrementally and smoothly more powerful or mm. even if there are big jumps it's like yeah and there are different types I mean it all applies to the type of the game you know in Zelda I mean there's a great thing when you get a new power it's like oh my god you know I yeah. can now do this that's awesome and they super telegraph like the boss you go fight always uses it's like right. I got bows and arrows I wonder if i want to shoot this guy in the eyeball <laughs> you know <laughs> Maybe we should start there. I got bows and arrows. I wonder We're if we should shoot, to shoot the, the, the sky in the eyeball. eyeball. Hey, gaming matters.
0: With Lucas and Matt.
1: Yeah. It's been a wild and wooly week.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: I defended my dissertation.
0: I I had a week-long migraine. Oh, gosh. Which sounds a lot like defense from from what I understand yeah. with my friends I've had weird who have PhDs.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry about your migraine.
0: Uh, it's a new thing. I've had headaches all my life, but I've never been able to... Group the symptoms together to form the actual puzzle of a migraine. But uh, over the past few months, off and on, I can pretty definitively say that I now get or can get migraines.
1: Oh yeah, I got them in a uh, junior high and high school. Yeah, when I was pretty stressed out, my parents were going through a divorce. Sniff. Ugh. I don't know. Things are weird. That's the kind ca- Yeah, just, that all sounds of a like sudden. It was like, oh, I'm blind in one eye, oh, and then I'm going to yak. Her. And yeah. it was always puking in class. Oh, geez. You know, kids are always puking in class anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there was this girl, Mickey reader I think she puked like twice in like one week in Ugh. class. You know, it was like every month with her. one <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I should have said her last night. Should we beep that out? Yeah, we should probably beep that out. Anyway. But you know, kids are always throwing up everywhere. Yeah. But you don't know, I mean, it was different than that. Thankfully one of you my know, symptoms is not You do not have the nausea?
0: And I have slight nausea. I do not have throw up nausea.
1: Yeah, and it, it, you know, I that was back when I discovered a leave, they would give me the prescription strength. It was before mm-hmm. it was, I think, out on right. in the market. But I am sorry to hear that. You know, it is a real it is a real uh pain.
0: It sucks. It's it's yeah it's it's pretty low level compared to what I've a lot of other people who have migraines I've talked to so I'm fortunate there but it's the kind of thing that kind of just will be there for days and just sort of hangs hangs out in one eye and then moves and hangs out in another eye so maybe it's like I heard maybe it's ocular migraines but it's definitely got the sensitivity to light sensitivity to sound I believe got to go lie down in a dark room head hurts
1: they call this you know, maybe pirate migraines. You know where, and you should just get a patch and put it over. Each I would eye. do
0: it if it worked. And you look, and it looks
1: styling? Question mark. There was a guy walking down the street the other day who was for real, and the only just the only way I can describe him. And to say that his face—I don't want to be mean—but it was crypt keeper esque, you know. <laughs> And he had a patch on and he had long, like dyed blonde hair, like super like, crazy. Like it was was like, it stringy, like Crip Keeper okay, hair? It was like in uh, the last crusade when spoiler the guy drinks the wrong grail right. and he starts to turn like you know, he chooses aging. poorly. Yeah. But if you he chose poorly, but if you froze, freeze framed him about like two thirds of the way through, then gave him the body of uh, what's his face from poison, CC Deville. <laughs> Okay.
0: I'm with you. With, I'm with you.
1: Cowboy hat.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: Teeth like things rimming the cowboy hat, walking down the side of the road. Get the fuck just, out of here. But but not on the shoulder, just in the road, kind of. Cro- like crocodile teeth. Like, yeah, like, like crocodile. crocodile Dundee kind of, but like a, like a I don't know if it's a Stetson, the brand, you know? Yeah. Can we say that? Beep that out. I
0: you. think that's a style as well as a brand. I don't right? know, right? Like yeah. Kleenex. Yeah. Beep. Jello. Beep. Yeah the gentleman's got cosby problem hey i said nyquil during the last podcast so we're we're already
1: all right so so it's got this so it's got this hat i don't know where the story is going i just want to share that i saw this gentleman um and i think he was wearing some kind of tour shirt that felt like in the toto sticks asia you know Mm -hmm. some sort of uh you know late 70s where all the um Letters are made out of 3D sort of polygonal right. shapes, you know? Right. They're all connected uh, together kind of inserted somehow. Inserted together like yeah. tongue and groove. Yeah. Uh, like a Roger Dean was, had a, if not a hand, was adjacent. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing that tucked in with a giant belt buckle. And he was just walking down the road, like on the side, but like in the road. And I had, to, I had to stop for this gentleman. And then he turned around and it was like, ah. CeCe DeVille's Did he really let you? himself go. <laughs> Did he look at you? Yeah. He did looked, he look I mean, into I saw, your? I looked into his. Did eyes. he look into your soul? Yeah, it's like the ring. Jesus, I have to go put on a poison record or I'll die. <laughs> oh, God. Luckily, I have opened up and say ah, in uh on uh, shrink wrapped. I just found it the other day. God, everything's tying together. Everything. Uh, I found uh, open up and say ah by poison. you yeah. know, the record and uh, with um. We, or look with the I'm cat drag I'm familiar with in. open Actually, up with and the say ah. Sorry. Uh-huh. I have a, a, both of those on record album but the one is still shrink wrap so maybe I got to break the seal and that will break the curse yeah you okay. open
0: it up, and then the the, the, the record turns to
1: ashes. Break, break the curse of the Bobo C.C. DeVille. Yeah. <laughs> I walking down the street near Kroger. It was weird. <laughs> Why did I get there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. So, gaming matters, doesn't it? Oh, I defended my destination. I want to talk about that. It sounds like I'm bragging, but it was just like the sort of Damocles. is. I mean, I'm still working on revisions, but just I'm dealing with this weird survivor um complex you know guilt i don't know what it is like where i was like because you didn't was, get voted off the island I, and somebody was, else got voted I, I, off the island i was smiling like this fake smile like, where i was like uh-huh. happy now what do i do with my life and i actually do know what i'm doing with my life but i still was like and so not only getting a migraine but certainly the most probably stressful presentation of my life and uh and you having to do it naked probably didn't help yeah that was or did it was, i had i had every my body your program every, track is weird my body through every headache every like oh. sweat everything out of, like literally physiological stuff before this thing happened and then every dream at night like i would go to sleep and it'd just be like you are naked falling and you are making your out teeth with are your falling out of your <laughs> chair <go. laughs> you know your old landlord's there you guys are sword fighting you know here's uh it's uh uh, whatever you know it's it's just like but i mean it was just everything uh but i you know that's ever so that's been weird uh but in my downtime i will say in the what have you been playing column what have you been playing lucas i've been playing a lot of stuff have you been playing columns i've been try- no i haven't but i've been trying to and i realized this and this gets to what i want to talk about this week i guess and we talked about nintendo but i want to talk about something more conceptual i guess and um one of the things that I've been, I realized, and <laughs> it's like, I looked at my most recent Steam list and I've been doing the dilettante Steam thing where I've been jumping around, you know, getting a lot of games. I have a ton of games I haven't played because I got them on Humble Bundles, yeah. you know, or stuff or on sale. But I haven't done it like other people. I, I've given almost everything like a try, I feel like. But what I realized is I've been searching for these sort of mid-level experiences, like no, more than just like, like time wise or yeah they take up wise. time and they have replayability but where I have a nice <laughs> level progression where like it's getting me right in that chicks my high flow you know where they say that the 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 space where flow happens do you know about this Mihai Chicks who has what's called flow theory and he says that the space between, boredom i guess and challenge you know that perfect Mm -hmm. level of like challenge where it's also entertaining but you know you've got just enough to keep going yeah where you sort of get in the zone the flow or whatever okay gross oversimplification of it but that's where you sort of are like a lot of times rts is and like strategy games will fill this where you'll hear people talk about putting on civilization 2 and then looking up the clock and being like right 10 hours okay yeah you know because it was like that perfect like you can always do better but you're just good enough and you have just enough success. I'll take you your know? word
0: for it. I've never experienced that with an RTS, but are,
1: yeah, but, and I, I, you know, I only have with, with limited experience with that stuff, but a lot of games, you know, scratch that edge. RTS and is
0: I, usually, I look at the clock and it's like only one minute later and I think it's been five hours.
1: Oh yeah. No. Yeah. And all the dragging and the resources. Yeah. Not for me. Anyway, go on. But you know, so I've been looking for these like five hour, six hour, like perfect, level ups or say, I don't have time right now because of the dissertation, and everything. I, I haven't had time to sort of play these triple a big experiences. I also, am sort of a generation behind. Yeah. PS4, you know, uh, X bone, all that stuff. I, I don't have that stuff. I lost a Wii U and the divorce with Billy. So like, it's like, you know, I don't, I, have been playing a lot of steam stuff, but I don't have a ton of money either. So I've been like trying to get up this like perfect five or $6 thing. And when I hit it with your rogue legacies, for example, which is a roguelike, but you go in ghost and goblin style, you charge for it, you die. Yeah. You go, you get a little bit more. You charge for it, you die. You get a little bit more. That one's real incremental, but once you get the groove of it, you could see yourself getting more powerful and getting farther and farther. See, that really scratches this itch for me, you know? This progression of sort of like that. I bought a game the other day called, um, it's called like Holy Potatoes. It's a weapon shop. And you're these cute little potatoes and you're trying to like time management and like craft things and then you've got to go sell your weapons to different towns but while you're doing that you're also exploring towns to get crafting materials to make and you're just running the weapon shop to to like outfit thieves and stuff okay To level them up right and it's weird because my kids at one of my camps came up with this concept themselves they they weren't that far off from it theirs was like you're a shopkeeper and you were like running stuff to the front lines with these and, and their game was too complicated i thought but their Game idea, and this was a lot more distilled, but wow, it has way to kind slam of, young
0: enthusiasm! I, I am, yeah,
1: those kids
0: just cut them off. Yeah, the their ankles. ideas are
1: well, no, it was they had, they had too many ideas, uh, and this holy potatoes is okay, but again, it's sort of this linear progression. You know, I'm still sort of boxed in this weapon shop, I'm going around, it's fine, and I realize everything I've been getting, like everything, has been chasing this perfect thing. And weirdly, FTL, which I you know I talk about a lot, faster than light, sort of has it internally with each round, which is, you, even though it has very harsh permadeath, like meaning when you die, you go back to the beginning, you do not keep any upgrades, you get to unlock ships, and a new ship is like a whole new game in that game. But besides that, you only gain the knowledge, <laughs> like the satisfaction of a job may be well done, you mm-hmm. know, like I made it this far this time, but that is it. And yet, to me, that's super compelling. But I don't like games like that, right? And I realize what is it I like? I love the leveling up. I love jacking the power up. I love diverting the power to the shields. And this time, because I spent this much money on the shields, finally I can get through this spot, you know? Oh, but I don't have enough for weapons. I died. That's okay. Next time I'll do it. You know, this this is this progression, right? Yeah. I also really like games like Borderlands and stuff. And and I don't know if you remember this, Jim, Crackdown.
0: I never played Crackdown. Okay.
1: I never got to play Crackdown. Bill, you played Crackdown, right? It was, you didn't go inside and do things really. It had none of the story of GTA. You barely, you could like steal cars sort of if you cared, but they were kind of boring. Like basically you ran around and shot tricolored gangs. Like there were three different colors of gangs, Uh possibly stereotypical, like the Asian gang, the Russian gang, you know, whatever the Nazi gang kind of thing, the genetic anomaly gang. But you would go around and shoot them, but there were these orbs of light everywhere and they were everywhere in every nook and cranny. You know, it's like that thing where you always check behind the staircase and then you find the chest or crate there crackdown literally put one everywhere. So not only were they satisfying that exploring itch, where you were kind of like rewarded for like, let's see how far I can jump. But as you got them for every 10 you would get, you could like jump higher just a little bit higher so you could suddenly clear that building and by the end you were like the Incredible Hulk kind of like I was about to say that sounds like Hulk Ultimate, Ultimate Destruction, Destruction which, which is another game I was about to mention oh, I that love progression that where all of a sudden you're just like that much more, like you're jumping yeah. these buildings you're picking up two cars and sm- yeah, you know oh and that's a weird internal, almost in this game. Oh, for an HD remake of that no, game. Now, Cr- Crackdown is over the course of the game, this macro level thing. Yeah. Whereas FDL is sort of each playthrough, you know? And there are different games. Sometimes it's within a level, you know, Risk of Rain and games like that. All your roguelikes are sort of like each playthrough and stuff. And I mean, tr- I don't know what it is, but I'm searching for the one that makes me feel the most satisfied. And there's... um. Doctor, this guy, Doctor Lloyd Reber, is actually my major professor, and 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 uh, and uh, I think this guy named Brian Sutton-Smith, some other people, who theorize on like different types of play, why we play, right? This play for practice, which is like when you watch like a lion cub, bat at a butterfly. It's cute, right? And it's playing, but that's also like practicing for like real life. Just like when you play basketball and practice, you're not necessarily having a good time always but you're just practicing to get better, you know, still play. It still satisfies that. Right. Uh, you play for like fun for self, you know, for self-fulfillment, for relaxation, like whatever reason. Right. You play for the fantasy of it, which is just like, I like being, the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like the feeling of like picking up isn't that the game where you can rip like a bus in half and a in, bus guy, in half and... and use it as like Hulk hands and people. Right. Of... Yeah, okay. You can like throw cars around. I mean you would do it as well. Throw boulders into tanks. For, like...
0: Throw tanks into helicopters, throw helicopters yeah. into buildings. It's the best.
1: And then you play for like power over your better your peers you know like i mean you play for like dominance i mean it feels good to win right or even to just sure do well or something even competing against yourself so there's like these four dimensions of play and i'm sure there are others right Co- compounding that is not to get too technical it's just like there are all these studies done on muds and things like that where they found different player types and i forget who did this um oh gosh it's like saint So I'm, I'm totally forgetting who this whose people are it's all right year. you're not I, you're not defending your no, thesis no, no, here no, no, no. and then my dissertation is on hashtags of all things um but they talked about uh, that you could be like an explorer. You know, like in Skyrim when you're walking around or, mm-hmm. or, or Fallout 3 and you like find a place and you get points for finding a place and you've cleared the map and you get faster on mm-hmm. there. It's like such a good feeling. Well, they they've even got a noise. They they work Pavlov in there. There's like a little,
0: I forget what the jingle is, but when you discover a new area in Skyrim, it oh, plays that little it's, or whatever it is. And it's like
1: that oh thing or yeah. whatever. It's that thing. and you're, it's just like a little bit of it scratch. Saint's Row just throws point you know it's just like bobbles it's yeah. too much almost but that's fun grand theft auto is almost like refined and how little they give you you know their their benefits are all either story or sort of experience based you know sort of the emergence of the universe and then those different things but they, the there was this research done on muds you know multi-user dungeons that said there was like i think it was done on this where they said they were like killers which know, is hunters. an old form of game yeah where you would like taste text-based zork mmo kind mm-hmm. of things right yeah And I, I played them a little bit in college or I'm not, I never played in college. No, I played them at the college. When I was a kid, I would go Mm -hmm. to Auburn university and there was like a computer lab where some people had them set up and I sort of knew some older kids once who played it, but I just saw it, you know, I really didn't. And, um, but they, they found that there were people who like to kill. There are people who like to explore. There are people who like to socialize. And there are people who kind of like to collect. And I also think there are other things. There are people like to nurture and customize and, you know, sub dimensions. But certainly given those parameters, you know, sort of working together, I've been trying to think about like, what are the things I like? And I don't necessarily care about winning. Some of these games like Rogue Legacy, I probably won't ever win. I think I've gotten enough of the progression. I play these games until I get like the facade comes off and I no longer feel the power anymore. Unless I get this kind of awesome ultimate power, which is why I've played Resident Evil 4 a million times, where I go back and play over and over again with the unlimited rocket launcher oh, just yeah. to, like, destroy stuff because it's fun. Yeah. But sometimes I just stop, and I'm not, I don't feel cheated. But I realize I'm doing this over and over, and I'm searching for the perfect progression, skill tree, some sort of, you know, powering up. So you stop when you plateau? Yeah. Or I've kind of seen it all. Or, like, if it's too incremental rogue legacy which i adore by the way so i don't want to say a game i played like 60 hours of yeah but i don't know if i'll ever win it because i kind of am sort of like reaching the plat i am sort of you know it's like xeno's paradox i'm getting closer and closer but i'm not hitting mm-hmm. it's i'm making less of a you know i'm jumping higher less you know it, it doesn't make as much of a difference now at the beginning when you jump twice as much you know it's like oh my goodness it's very exciting But now after yeah. 700 updates it's like well okay mm-hmm know? Does that make sense, though? So I wanted to pose to you, what's your favorite progression? What's your favorite skill tree? I mean, I think we both like a skill tree, right? Yeah. We yeah. both like Destiny and and, yeah. uh, and Borderlands and things like that. I think my
0: favorite, um, op, just straight and dominant, yo, my favorite level progression is probably Bioshock. And I'm not entirely... I, I think it's because... Uh, I just gotten my 360 and I think you might have lent it to me. I think I did. Yeah. And um, I had a TV that supported widescreen for the first time. Yeah. Those were the 16 days. by 9. And there was something about... It was kind of like mixing... It was kind of like mixing Doom with Metroid. There was... Because the the powers that you got didn't necessarily, you know, if we're talking about skill trees, um, and we we're talking about this, I think before we were rolling, you know, there's, I think of it in kind of two different ways. There's skill trees, kind of in the Metroid vein, and there's skill trees in, you know, like the like the Bioshock, Borderlands, that kind of vein. Yeah, or like, it's
1: abilities, but it doesn't affect the plot. It's yeah, with
0: like with Metroid and and um. Symphony of the Night and that that type of stuff. A lot of the time, Zelda. Zelda.
1: Very few optional.
0: Yes. Items. Yeah. You're going and getting power ups and new abilities that allow you to uh, see new content that they hold out in front of you that you'd like to get to because the content that you've seen already is already pretty dope. You know, those games do a really good job of saying. Here's the world. It's awesome. You want to see more of it, and convincing you of it, uh, or they don't if you don't like them. Um, yeah. But, and and then so those power ups allow you to see new levels, new enemies, get places like, talk, you, you know, you set the expectation. You make them want it. You you make them wait. Make them want it. Make them wait. Like, uh, you can't just you barely can't make that jump, or you 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 see this. You know heart container that's up there behind this rock yeah what do i do with this rock
1: i can't blow it up yet i I, can't pick it up i I gotta be
0: able to do something with this rock and then you get your bombs oh i can't bomb the rock no you gotta get the power Link to the
1: past you know has that great with the different boulders you know like you get you like i can finally bomb that no i need the gloves you know yeah in bioshock it's not about getting past the rock
0: it's about being able to spit more bees out of your veins to drive your (laughs) opponents crazy while you line them up with you know whatever the cool new gun you have is um and that's what bioshock just did such an amazing job of and you know the game is if if you want to get if you want to pull out macro to it it's it's an examination of what you do with power and you know a power fantasy and it does an amazing job of making that addictive to the point where it's asking you around you know every every turn like are you going to sacrifice this innocent life to get more power for yourself
1: are you going to help them and maybe not get as much and what are you going to do with it the classic though if you hit the wrong button that game where if you like goose the button wrong and hit Mm -hmm. no you know kill the little girl you're Hitler yeah but you have to save everyone to get the good ending yeah Frustrated. um
0: and i don't remember much about the ending and, you of know, that game burning, i remember the, the boss being pretty is, terrible
1: it's just a boss the right? final boss honestly is like it's a game that could have gone the dead space 2 route and done an experience instead of a final boss like a no like a, like can like, oh, right. like a level yeah and i really think that that you know just side note but going to dead space 2 i think that's something that i liked about it was they is esch- you that for for um for sort of like just sort of a, a narrative beat. And I really think mm-hmm. Bioshock just shouldn't have even tried a boss. Like it should have just been like, mm-hmm. got to do this, run through this, done this, mean, you know, like a yeah. big ending, you know, I think or, that's and, and, or make a choice at this this point. Yeah. you know, and, but having said all that, I, I get what you're saying about Bioshock. You know, I never really thought about it that way. I like the combat on Bioshock. I never thought it was like the tightest Oh, it's not, anything. it's
0: not, but just the, the different abilities that they gave you, the different ways it gave you to, fuck with the enemies in interesting ways, Uh, the way that it introduces enemies to you and... You know, repeats them later on. Like I'm thinking of the with the Houdini splicers. I think yeah, they're what they call yeah. the first time you encounter one, you just get burned to death, and then you finally you slowly get more powerful, and then you can finally start fucking with them. And you know, it's just really satisfying.
1: But then you know, and I'll, I'll say this: when I started to burn the big daddies, and particularly if you play Bioshock Two, and then you sort of see their role. Re, I never played Bioshock Two, too, but I hear okay.
0: it's 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 good.
1: Gameplay wise, it's got it's got a bunch of protect missions that are a real bummer. You do know, like protect okay, people. yeah. So, yeah. gird if you can gird your loins, knowing that going in, it offers a story that, while less substantial, probably hangs together better. Mm-hmm. And I've never played it, but I hear the Minerva's thing Minerva's down yeah. is that, I hear it's exceptional actually. Yeah, um, a bunch of the writers on that I think went on to write Gone Home anyway, if I'm not mistaken. But it it it's good it's good. It's probably underrated if it can be, but also it's so close to the other one, but it does make you think about the big daddy role a lot more because you are one in that. Mm-hmm. And so weirdly I went back and replayed Bioshock. And the second time through when you're saying about the power fantasy and remember power being sort of one of the aspects of being power being fantasy and sort of dom- domination, Yeah, you know, I enjoyed the fantasy element, but the sort of domination of whacking the guys in the head and stuff, having gone through the game and seeing how it all is so sad by the end. Mm-hmm. In my replay, I didn't feel the same satisfaction. And when I was burning the big daddies and killing him. I kind of felt pretty bad for them. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're sort of tortured and the, the firemen and Bioshock infinite are the same thing. And they actually go, even more to make them more horrible, you know? Um, and I think the power stuff in Bioshock like Infinite doesn't even make any sense. Like it barely hangs together with the concept I never of, the, it. of the game. Comparatively, it it's, it's hard. We, we, we could go do it another time, but I think in Bioshock, you're right. It really syncs together with the theme, you know, like into what's happening.
0: Yeah. I, and I think having it on a console, on, a, on my television, instead of having that type of depth is usually seen in... Um, you know, PC games, RPGs, uh, and of course the Bioshock folks did System Shock, and you know, like they have that uh, that pedigree. Uh, it was the first time I'd really played through a shooter that was that immersive and had those kind of RPG hooks, and it was it just really worked on me, and so I think that's probably one of my favorite progression trees um it's certainly the first one that comes to mind where i just got more powerful and more powerful and more powerful and was able to find ways to use it to kind of stave off this really really hostile environment where literally everybody is out to get you
1: yeah and it also deepens the strategy or changes it so if you Kind of can go different routes. You can't really max out everything, can you? In that through one play? No. Through. I think you, is there a game plus? I can't remember. I think there is. Maybe. I. I maybe. I don't know. I I, I replayed, when I replayed it. I just replayed. it. Yeah, it's been a very I, I long think time. I replayed to play play it, it on easy or whatever, just so I could see the story. You know, just I sort could of, just sort of have a good time with it. And um and I, and I'll say though that that it it deepens it widens it. I guess you know it, yeah. it sort of increases your ability to do things so this time you go through you're more electricity oriented so you're shooting the puddles more this time you know you're setting gas on fire more yeah or Whatever you're setting out bees that can so that's kind of cool i i think that's a different type of progression too you know borderlands has that too where you i mean you have different classes and then you have sort of within that you know even then you could be this sort of siren or this sort yeah. of yeah and I've always really enjoyed that. Like, I really have enjoyed their skill tree, though I think it can be a little incremental sometimes. So mm, you get the new yeah. power, and then when you rank it up, it's like, really? Am I really doing that yeah. much more? I almost feel like it should be binary, where it's just, give me 30 new powers that you turn on or off, rather than, like, 20 that you level up to three. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I love that pull. You know, I love that, that carrot, that continued... And when you get to the end, if it doesn't offer that sort of compelling God experience, then you want to stop. You know, if at the end you don't feel like, like at the end of Bioshock, you're kind of like a God walking around, you know, like you're sort of like mm-hmm. burning everything and flames and bees everywhere. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but that's good. That really matches what you've put on the suit. You know, you're the bit I mean, that really matches with what you're doing. Sometimes when I play these games, I'll do it. I actually think there's a game called SteamWorld Dig. Um, have you played that? Mm-mm. Real quick, kind of arcade thing. I guess it's three or four hours, maybe five, you know, where you go dig you're these little robots and you get steam and you can sort of increase your steam power. You can make your pickaxe stronger. You can dig deeper each time. You go back to the beginning, right, and you trade in your gold. And each time, if you do it just right, unless you really stink it up, you can always buy something. There was a uh, there you know, was a, and it just like
0: there was an XBLA uh, an Xbox community game that my buddy Greg tipped me to called Minor Dig Deep.
1: I wonder if this is related somehow. And that
0: sounds a lot like that. And that was a lot of fun. And, and the whole
1: game is a progression.
0: It's sort yeah, it's sort of like Dig Dug all the way down, except you're looking for, you know, jewels and ore, and you get money, and you go back up, and go to the shop, and get Steam better World stuff. Dig
1: is the same thing. Maybe they are related. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, you get, or and but the whole thing is like each time you can go further, you know, there's yeah. that little, and that's kind of sort of, that's the whole game is the progression in a weird way. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. there's a game I love called nightmare tower that really scratches this itch. I don't know. If, I think I've bought it. I think I bought it for the OUYA of all things. Like I've got it for like, literally that's hardcore for like, yeah. For a paperweight, you know, like I have it for a like, big iOS. I think I bought it for computer, you know, mm-hmm and this game and just like the kingdom rush games is they're kind of like fun little clickers and stuff, but it's each time it's like, you can jump that much higher. You, when you increase your sword, now you're killing guys that took two little swipes more. And, if you never played Nightmare Tower you're just this sort of falling it's got kind of I know this sounds lame I'm not trying to be all I need a Sarkeesian but it's got a pretty lame like save the princess thing theme that's just sort of like eye roll worthy that's worth jeering at this day but at this point it's just sort of like whatever yeah. but you're this knight bouncing up the this tower and you bounce you have to strike down and you just tap and go left and right right and you bounce on these little monsters and you climb higher each bounce increases your speed so you can upgrade your speed you can upgrade your boost you can upgrade your sword you can upgrade your shield Field. and like each one it is incremental but i swear you can feel it like you're just like that time i made it that much farther that purple guy used to take me two swipes to kill and mm-hmm. i've taken me one yeah yeah and like that's the whole game i've never beaten the final boss i stop big when i get to the boss because i can't beat him and there's re- I, once i max out i feel like the game is over mm-hmm. why have a boss yeah. i don't care about the gameplay that much i liked it for the for the for the juice, you know, yeah. for the for the, once, juicing the up, for once the once the juice stops the ladder, flowing,
0: I start going.
1: That's that is actually yeah, that's what uh, I mark? believe that's what Barry Bonds used to say. Yeah, I, oh, when he was shooting Sammy Sosa in the butt with Mark McGwire, <laughs> they were all <laughs> juicing over at Jose Canseco's, but probably so. I right? Yeah, I mean, come on, who are they fooling? Um, when I say juicing, I mean they were drinking B twelve. Bleep shakes. that, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with, um, uh, kiwi
0: fruit. Uh, yeah. P- protein. And Jack powders. LaLanne's tears.
1: Yeah. G- g- what tears. Jack LaLanne's tears. Did they bottle those. Is he still alive? No. Wow, Jack LaLanne those, is no longer really, with us. Those tears are really old, yeah, <laughs> really precious stuff. Um, so yeah, so this brings me to the out game that, I mean, I, you know, so I've been thinking about this, like, am I a hunter? Am I a collector? You know, that kind of thing. Cause mm. sometimes it's like getting the powers are awesome. Cause you can kill more guys basically. And in Crackdown, it's kill more guys, but I swear to you, the jumping around like the Hulk or like Hulk Ultimate Destruction, uh-huh. it's like uh, getting those little glows. Huh. There's a collectability that comes. So I'm like, I'm a collector, right? I like collecting skills. Uh... But then I'm like, you know what? The skills have to give me that reward. There's this perfect progression, right? And I swear to you, here's the game.
0: Okay, let's hear it. And
1: it's weird for me. But I brought it up for the kids and the kids couldn't stop playing it. And I would get so mad at them because they're doing it so wrong. Like a bunch of dum-dums was Katamari Damacy, which was within each mm. level, there is the sucking up of like, oh, I can get the thumbtacks now. And then I can mm-hmm. get Mahjong tiles. And you're totally right. Mouse. yeah. And I swear, I'm always like, which is my favorite thing to suck up into my giant ball, right? And if you don't know this game, the king of all the cosmos got drunk. He nicks out all the stars. So in a sort of ignoble sacrifice, you roll up pretty much all of humanity to rebuild the moon and the stars and these giant blank. And at the end, in the saddest level of all time, you're a lone ball of have you ever won the whole thing on endless where you roll up the clouds and tornadoes. And everything. Yeah, and it's I think so. just a lonely ball in an ocean of nothingness. Yeah. To, so the king of just cosmos like can our make world. the moon again. Yeah. But what happened to the earth, I don't understand. The king of all the cosmos has a giant package of goodies in his pants. You've played it. Yeah, by the way,
0: Japan... Yeah, Thanks. Very Japan Japan, Japan weirdness. Yeah. yeah.
1: None of the sequels I think were ever as good. They're all pretty solid, but I feel like they're just fine, like, but just like with super monkey ball. It was never yeah. as good as the first time. So yeah. whatever that, you know, you can only make that game once you can only make your uh, shags record once, you know, you can only make your weirdo thing where you've got that spirit, whatever that is that makes you make that game. Katamari. You can't make, you make a
0: spinal tap two.
1: jet set radio future by all, measures is a better game you know mechanically graphically all this other stuff and it's not as good as jet grind radio jet set radio, right the first one yeah. and it, even though that one has more annoyances the combat kind of stinks you know the controls are loose and stuff it just doesn't have that spark you know right and so so i think that katamari has that thing where you cross past those cones that say 12 meters only, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're like, oh, man, I picked up that whole soccer team. And they're like running and cowering in fear. And you're just like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, man, yeah. you're you know? reminding
0: me about how great that game, game is. is to play right?
1: It. And then the music, is, and then you get a new song at each level, right? Yeah. And you think you can't be the son of ba, But there are just enough songs. And they're somehow repetitive, but not annoying. And I want the... I turn the music off on games that have a million times better music.
0: I've turned the music off on Destiny at this point, point. And, and I man, really like music the music in
1: <laughs> <on laughs> Destiny. But but you can't play without. I turn the sound off; it's worthless. It would the be sound. like
0: playing Pac Man without the sound effects.
1: And so, oh man, now I'm picking up cards. Now I got a bulldog. Now I got cinder blocks. There's literally nothing to pick up that isn't satisfying. Well, I mean, a few things here and there. Like, okay, another fruit. But when you get carrots and you pick them up and they're really long, you know, and mm-hmm. they go bump, bump, bump. And you're like, oh, I just love it. Like I just and then suddenly their thing spins around and the king comes out and he goes, we are sleepy. And then you're picking up a tractor. That's good stuff. Yeah. And I feel like for some reason it satisfies killer because <laughs> you are, I mean, no doubt setting these people off into space to a death. I mean, they don't. You ask. pull up a lot of daikon radishes. Yeah. Yeah. Your 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 fantasy of sort of like just like taking the biggest gunk ball of every Lego ever every you know gets that Minecraft itch of like I can do and cuz when you get the endless mode it's almost okay and here's the deal though I even experienced this sadness of the end of the progression that I experienced at all of them it happens at the end of the Arkham games it happens at everything where there's mm-hmm. this empty hollow feeling inside where there's nowhere left to grow there's you know, no there's no other Alexander steps to climb for there were no more worlds to conquer. Right. And I got this the other day with even Katamari. I was so excited to come in here and talk about it. My favorite love my favorite power progression. It's so satisfying like it gets to this innate need to collect things. Yeah. It's got it's got it does have socialization and customization, you know that kind of thing, right? But you're kind of got nurturing a little bit. You're building you're not but you're also destroying you're destruction your is a form thing, of creation dude but, but you literally are building to destroy yeah or destroying to build
0: yeah or however look you're yeah. you're a demigod so yeah
1: but i, I anyway i think you it's know great. and so that's my thing you like bioshock because it gives you these tricksy ways to navigate yeah. the environment and it plays into the power fantasy which i never really grappled with you know i never thought about its connection to the theme except in the most sort of yeah, man, Einran Uvermunch, like they're not—they got mm-hmm. powers. Everybody got addicted to the powers. I knew who said them as superficial, but I never really thought about how mechanically sound it was in terms of congruence with the theme. You know? Yeah,
0: I think it's a good—it's a good, um, you know, form and function melding. Uh, and if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be those assholes. So, you know,
1: yeah, Ayn Rand. yeah. P- Phases. i mean katamari has i guess it's a randian um libertarian you know laissez-faire just screw them all right just keep keep sucking i don't know what it is just more nihilistic i think than anything right uh, yeah uh
0: with a dash of uh, just a pinch of absurdism
1: but you know that game is funny everything's got a name in it when you're that's one
0: of that what that was one of the things that struck me the most when i first saw that game was like okay this thing's gotta have 10 objects that they sort of rearrange in different ways throughout the different levels, right? They're not going to have like small cat, large cat, radish, daikon radish.
1: No. Angry cat. They'll be like fat guy, big guy, little guy, weird guy.
0: No, they do have all that shit.
1: Everyone, like hundreds. And discovering it is discovering
0: new content. It's like getting to that new place in Zelda, but doing it every 10
1: steps. And so I was on the endless mode on the final level and I was rolling around and I rolled up an island and it had a name like Seagull Island or daikon island yeah. or something like that and it was the last piece and there was nothing I rolled I spent time rolling up the entire thing and then I just sat there with every single thing I'm sure I missed some things when it was when they were smaller you know um but but I just sat there and it was like Alexander Webb you know like, there was just there was just I looked out and there was just this empty, and the music at this point has dimmed down. They, they mute it, and you hear the wind sort of, and you're like, ba ba Because you're
0: getting da, further and further away and from Earth. Further and further away from Earth, yeah. and you're
1: up there, and then when you hit start and you leave the level, he's going to kill us, everybody. Then you
0: know the loneliness of a king.
1: And so suddenly I was like, even my favorite progression, doesn't mean it's my favorite game, but even my favorite progression like that, which I did, we kind of unboxed it. And the kids, every kid had to go through it and start a new game and like roll through from the beginning. It's like, you don't want to miss a thing. Like, what's it feel like to get those watermelon ones Had they
0: really never played Katamari Namasko? No,
1: you know, a lot of them knew about it. And some of them had played the uh, Touch Me Katamari, I guess. There's like a 3DS one. But okay. it, I guess it's not as good. I, I don't know. They said that the handheld ones weren't as good, mm. which I was like, how? I mean, it feels like it would work on I all... It's, I don't know. That
0: seems like a natural dual stick... That's a very That's a game that's very much of that era, I yeah. think. It's it's that is a dual-shot game. Like I think those two the way you control the ball with those two sticks is really integral to how it to how it how it works.
1: Yeah. And you know, not my favorite games ever are not progression based. But lately, I don't know what it is. It is what I have been chasing.
0: Well, is it just because you have less time you want more I to think, show for uh, it?
1: Yeah. I think I need some sort of, although I like the FTL thing right now, I've been playing a little bit less of those kind of roguelikes because I don't want to show for it. The skills I've learned and -hmm. the shaming punishments I have suffered. You know, I don't want to like lessons, a life lessons, not what I'm in for right now. Right. It was like, I want to see that bigger sword I got and like kill bigger dudes with it. You know, I need quicker experiences. Although I, uh, have been gravitating to a bunch of sort of like meditative, almost like, uh, like sort of draw out the map kind of arcadey things. I play this game called RGB express where you draw trucks around to pick up things. I play a game called does not commute. Have you heard of that? No. It's like the, I don't want to call it inception, maybe the groundhog day for using cliched movies to use of, um, commuting cars where you have 15 different cars, each with a different personality and a map, and you have to get them from one place to the other. But there'll be like the hippie guy in the Volkswagen bus who drives all swervy over the road, and the guy in like the beater who's like, Mm -hmm. right? And once you draw the path, you can't redraw it, so you have to negotiate all the other paths you've drawn as you go through. Huh? Does that make sense? So yeah. like, as you go through, so you hit start. That sounds on like an thing. Apple
0: IIe game. It
1: is. It's a lot of fun and really. I, I see it in green. You know, I like, see it in the
0: green scale. Absolutely, it's uh, in just my head.
1: a mechanic, and so that one I've been chasing. But again, it's sort of like a lessons learned, and yeah. I'm not sort of even those. Don't I want some? You know, I want a new armor. Talk I at least you know give me something like give me a give me I can jump higher yeah you know give me a new yeah. give me a new area yeah. give me a double jump you know yeah. and that doesn't mean I don't like other types of games but when I lately when I've sat down to play like a last of us or something like that it, it's, it's like oh, you gotta sit in for this story conversely when I've sat in for an fdl where it's like here get or, or a dark souls get ready to get punished yeah you know well if I'm gonna spend a lot of time away it's like picking up I don't know War and Peace or some kind of giant book, and then and then standing away from it for a while. You know, you got to get back into the mindset of it. It's fine when you're cracked into it, but
0: yeah, I was really into um, a couple games that I just eventually just tuned out of, and this is they they they're they're, they're kind of related. Um, uh, the Swapper, which I loved, um, love the Swapper. I played it on the I started it on the PC, got it on Steam, and played the first maybe two to three hours of it. And um, it got really tough. And I was like, okay, I'll come back to this. And uh, then I didn't touch it for six months and it went up on PS Plus after I got my PlayStation 4. So I started, started it over again playing it on PS4. And the second time through, um, the, the story really seemed... I, for whatever reason it didn't seem you ever pick up a book and read most of it and then you you really dig it and then you put it down I mean maybe you just this is just what you were talking about a second ago but then you pick it back up and you don't like it at all oh it was kind of that, that happened with me and um what's the the His Dark Materials
1: oh the uh, the Pullman yeah, uh, yeah. The,
0: that, that first one I read like the first 150 pages of that a few years ago and was like wow this is fucking awesome just talking bears and shit and it's little girls fucking they, dick hey to everybody God, and yeah. you know like and yeah this is this is and then i picked it up a couple years later and i was, I was like all right we're, we're gonna do some we're gonna golden compass this shit and i just
1: no that's how i've ended up with the works of lou bega you know it's really interesting. yeah I put it away for a few years picked up mama number five I was like know, yeah, maybe i've grown out of yeah. this you know yeah yeah not It's just it's not useful anymore. Not ready for Mambo Number Six. No,
0: Um, talk to me when Mambo Number Seven comes out.
1: (laughs) I hear you skipping it, you know. But yeah,
0: the Swapper just it. the, The gameplay is great. They're it's beautiful, wonderful puzzles, great music, wonderful atmosphere. The theme is so up its own ass, it's coming out of its own mouth. I, it, j- There was just something so off-putting about, oh, are you real? Am I real? You know, it just felt like I was getting beaten over the head. The prestige, the game. That's yeah. what it was.
1: I mean, and I like that. The ending of it, I will say, was c- kind of had a cool choice at the end. Does it? Uh, I'll probably finish it at jo- some I, point. I think it's, well, you know what? I want to say it. If you got... The puzzles get pretty tough, and I had to, like, get to the YouTube... You may want—I mean—you could honestly probably. This is where the let's plays come in, where yeah. like it's like, eh, you know, find out how far along you are, and maybe if they're too, you know. Yeah, you know. I
0: got to—I think the final, the final set of—I think I'm at the quote-unquote last stage of that game. Um, but yeah, I like, and the puzzles again—they ratchet—they do a really good job of ratcheting the difficulty up. But you're, again, you're 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 not getting more powerful, but you're seeing new content i see a new puzzle new though places.
1: portal for example always had a nice progression and portal 2 did too you know where you kind sure. of, you didn't get new powers ex- you didn't get new powers new sort of challenges were introduced but they had new gameplay mechanics yeah the problem with a game where it's just new puzzles over and over again using the same mechanic is those have to be well-designed or they can be wildly inconsistent. So you could, you, or it might be just tough for you. That one, Yeah. So you'll get to puzzle number five and you're, and you're, and you're like, Oh, this is really tough. And then six, seven, eight, you just knock out. And then nine's a, a real, a real buster, you know? Yeah. So that, that always bothers me. That's why I've always kind of preferred the more skill-based stuff or, or like, Oh, now I've got the the orange goo in Portal Two, you know. And if nothing else, it's just a new way to solve puzzles. And, and Portal, you sort of put it together. It's
0: interesting that you bring up Portal because if
1: that is skills. You're from wanting a, skills, and but from they a do... from
0: a form and function standpoint, uh, which is how I pretty much analyze everything. Um, it's it's all about where you can and can't go. You you know, I mean, it's it's you see where you're supposed to go, or you and you have to.
1: Like reverse engineering. You have a gun
0: that allows you to get there, except that you don't. When there are these obstacles, you know, you, you should theoretically just be able to put put point A here, put point B there, and then you're there. But that's what the game is about: is using the gun with the obstacles that they put up, so that you can't just zip to the end. You know, it's kind of it's kind of fascinating in that in the in that the 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 key to every single puzzle in every single video game getting from here to there is literally in your hands but you can't use it to just skip to the ending
1: Hmm. Um, this brings up a possible topic for next time maybe oh does it wait well i mean we're talking about our favorite progressions here but maybe it could be what's our because you know you're kind of bringing up and i'm sort of thinking like well puzzles getting harder Mm. and changing the environment that's a different way to tweak gameplay to make it harder. And some games do all these things where you get skills and puzzles right. and things like that. You know, Zelda obviously is kind of that it's all, I mean, because you know, definitely the, although the water temple is still like, you know, so hard in green. but I mean like it's, it's uh, you know, I mean, that was like, I think when I, I don't think I used the internet for that. Oh man. I don't but think the it, internet
0: was could that. I, ara- you could have gone to rec.video.games.nintendo.n64. Don't sixty four think I did it? Yeah.
1: No, I probably did. I I remember looking up things like uh, the, just real quick in the REM uh in the REM message board early lyrics because you know they never had the lyrics so you could never understand what Michael Stipe was saying. Mm-hmm. And taking these as like definitive things. Wait,
0: the liner for Out of Time, the, of ca- time the cassette, like of the first, yeah, a, like yeah.
1: And, and I remember getting these those printouts with that kind of different types of green, you know, mm-hmm. um kind of stripes on it. The big, mm-hmm. the wide printouts of REM lyrics and learning all of them, and then just finding out that you know years later, just being like, "That's me with a boner," "That's me in the hot flash," yeah, and you know, like totally wrong because I just trusted the one person whose website would load with like, "Let's look up REM lyrics on web crawler or Lycos or you know whatever what Alta, you know, Alta Vista." Vista. Well, this is before that. This is like Northern Lights. I don't know where this was. This is like you know. It probably was web crawler. Like seriously, you no, know, you were using like, Pines to access Mosaic and yeah. Pines and stuff. And so we'd go on troll this. And so I learned all the REM lyrics wrong because I trusted like whoever the authority was. Which that was, was literally m- the guy who could code a website. It was just
0: time. Weird Al trolling the entirety of message <laughs> yeah, boards. Yeah, it was
1: like slowly changing. Yeah, that was his stuff. That's where strategy. he put his B
0: stuff. Is just yeah. just went on different message boards.
1: God, I come up with Weird Al song ideas like every day. Yeah, why wasn't he? I mean, God, it's just I'm spinning gold like Stiltskin for Weird Al. He doesn't know it.
0: I gotta talk. To Get him. in touch with him. Get in touch with. him. Yeah, and people. then I
1: forget him. I want to come up, tell you an example right now, and I have nothing.
0: Have your people call his people. Yeah,
1: I have. I've, I've forgotten all of them, so they must not have been there. Uh,
0: there's ham and eggs. What's that? Um, Is that what uh, you came up with? Bring me back to life. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, Okay, so there's, All I
1: could think of was Billy Joel's Glass Houses spe- album and how I was going to turn that into a food thing.
0: Speaking of things coming to a dead stop, um, Axiom Verge, I really dug for a while. Oh, and, there's your level progression. And sure, that's, that's yeah. very much about not only seeing more content, but also getting more powerful and being able to smoke enemies that smoke you early on. And I don't know. I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I've seen a lot of this. I love a lot of this art. I love what this is trying to do and what it stands for. And I like how it controls. It's brought some interesting new ideas to this type of game. And I think I'm kind of done with it.
1: And you can start like glitching through the walls and stuff, right? Isn't yeah. like a weapon combo kind of system yeah. and stuff? Yeah,
0: there's, there's all kinds of neat stuff that allows you to literally play in a real kind of postmodern way, play with the environment in ways that you couldn't or were glitchy in earlier versions of games like this. Where maybe you weren't supposed to be able to, you know, like in Symphony of the Night. There's you can speed, you can glitch, glitch run. Was it speed run? You can, you yeah. can glitch through one of the doors that allows you to get to Dracula, and you can beat it in like two minutes or something like that, you know. And you know, Metroid, all those early NES games was trying to figure out a way to break it so that it was, you know, a little easier, um, or like you know, like hitting somebody in in Mega Man and hitting pause and making it flash a bunch so that you can beat the boss. Um it it takes a lot of that stuff and incorporates it and and allows you to to actually use it as powers. But again, I don't I don't know. It just it something about it just didn't it's I got to that point, I guess. I got to that plateau where I was like, okay, I've seen what this has to offer. I think I'm kind of good. There wasn't, there was no story hooks pulling me along.
1: Yeah, if there's not, if the progression was what you were in it for.
0: Yeah, and the progression was cool, but I guess it wasn't that cool. Um, Whereas games like Hulk Ultimate Destruction, Bioshock. Bastion. Bastion. I think did a great
1: job of like, you can level up your skills, you can kind of sort of spec out your character. Yeah. You you have a little customization, but it's not a, it is a crazy level action customization. But I never felt like I, I made, like, wrong choices, you know? So I wasn't like, oh, this loadout was just the worst. I could kind of deal with yeah. that one thing. I think the javelin or something I hated. There was one. I yeah, remember. there was or a the couple shield weapons shield or something weren't. I didn't like. But once I found my thing, I sort of, you know. But but even when I wasn't, like, so into the level progression, I was into the story. I was into the combat. You know, sure. there was stuff to keep you Mark
0: going. Mark of Cree had, had. Oh, you yeah. could learn lots of awesome new moves and just, oh, my God, Mark of Cree. Um, you know, a God of war was, was good, good with that stuff. Uh, definitely if you're sitting down and spending a lot of time with the game, they've got to be throwing new stuff at you. If it's not new
1: story stuff, it's gotta be new gameplay wrinkles. Right. And so hence powers. I really think it has to play into this, what you're using power for. And it has to like satisfy that. And as many of those things as it can at once, you know, yeah. there's something almost weirdly meditative. I know that about the Katamari and the other games where, you are destroying or picking up or blowing up everything, but you're just sort of like, ah, relaxing. Like, you know, it's sort of a weird, that kind of thing. Now that you
0: mention it, it is sort of an interesting (laughs) mixing of Pac-Man and Tetris. I I mean, I maintain that pretty much all good games eventually, when you break it down, turn into Pac-Man. Eventually, at some point, you are this thing, moving around this thing, uh, picking up stuff, and running towards or running away from stuff. I
1: saw this list of game mechanics and there's a number of them, but it has like, you know, it is some that'll be like, there's a hundred mechanics and it's like four mechanics. Around. All good games turn in yeah. pack, man. But know, like into Pac-Man. Mario Kart turns into like combat pack, and nurturing and these kind of things and yep. escape and all these other. And the thing about combat is, is I forget where I read this, but someone was like, it's just throwing this thing at this other thing. And you might be throwing a bullet or the Arkanoid ball or you're throwing your car at the finish line with, mm-hmm. you know, by pressing. But in the end, you're just sort of moving something from somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and that's not totally true, obviously, you know, I mean, there's text adventure games, there's, there's, there's all kinds of games, but certainly a lot of games do break down mechanically in sort of like hit button thing happens, you know? Um, in fact, I wish more were more simple like that. Pac-Man has no buttons except the start. Yeah, button. no, it, you just really manipulate the, um, thing and and so again there's your sort of game where it's skill you know it's, it's just getting better it's knowing the levels that kind of stuff i you know as of course this conversation will come up i just wanted to throw that question out there yeah bioshock, it's not what i it's interesting expected and that's cool
0: i think metroid prime is the other end of that answer i think for the for the power fantasy uh, it's 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 bioshock for exploration seeing new content seeing new art interacting with the environment Metroid Prime. I don't think you can beat... That's why I love 2. 2. I mean, 2 got a lot of backlash because of the backtracking, and I underst- I completely understand it. But I loved the world so much. I had no problem going through it all. I wanted to save those Luminoth, damn it. You know, they were just these amazing characters to me that were like, oh my God, oh, they knew the Chozo? Holy shit! Oh, shit just got real. You know? Um, I
1: think you and me care about the Metroid lore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like like what are you and me Yeah, I am more I am more about um, if 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 I could see those two those two games kind of mixed or if I could see progression in one area, I would I would rather see more interaction with environment than necessarily environmental destruction, but environmental manipulation and and actually being able to build relationships with the NPC characters as you play through it in order to find your way around the world is something that I don't care about new better looking Batmobiles. I mean, I think the Batmobile looks about as good as I care for it to look. What I want to be able to do is hop out of it and, you know, talk to somebody who may have seen something at the crime scene and then maybe, you know, hire a, kid like Sherlock Holmes to go around the corner and, you know, check on what the Joker's doing and come back and give me intel and I can use that to take him down in a different way. You know, that's what interests me. Um not necessarily being able to splatter somebody. You know, splattering, you know, NPC characters or, you know, shooting stuff in video games is fun. I'm not down in that, but like we're kind of there. You know, there's I think there's more room for progression In the Metroid Prime sphere of games, than necessarily the Bioshock sphere. So
1: it's not so much skills, it's like environmental affecting the environment. Yeah, I wanna, and this brings me to the other, we could even wrap it up here. And I actually came up, or I actually have a few, I came up with a good question for possible for next time, actually, which is, but it kind of relates to Skyrim and Fallout. And it's the point when I stopped playing those. Is this this the Bethesda question? It's the Bethesda question, but it is. is, I I actually won Fallout 3, okay? I did not. And I won New Vegas. And I enjoyed those immensely, and I love Skyrim too, and I've put hundreds of hours into all those. Um, I never won Skyrim, but I never cared to. But in both cases, I reached this point where the sort of, it makes to show that you're affecting the environment. You know that the radio station changes when you do missions, and all of a sudden, what's his face, Three Dog is like, mm-hmm. you know, like he's like, oh yeah, you know, he's out there doing this crazy thing, and you're like, oh my god, I did that, you know, yeah, and that's really exciting, and all these these sort of, but they're 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 binary code. It's it's you completed this quest this way. Maybe there are three ways, and then it triggers when I was going to start talking about you this way. It's still a great detail. It's great game making, all that stuff when you reach a point where wherever that point is for you where the progression and maybe it's maxing out all the stuff but when you reach that point for me in all those games where it's not just the power ends but you've seen almost everything i just kind of peter out and it's always the point where i sort of wake up one day and i go oh man you aren't really affecting the world that much in this mm-hmm. game and fallout is actually better i think than skyrim is in that regard and oblivion and that series the elder scroll series It's like that moment where I'm like, nothing I do makes that much of a difference. I mean, I can kill NPCs and stuff and I can make like the town mad at me and those kind of things, but they're so, and they're so annoying when you do that. It is. It's just like, everybody's mad at me. All the guards hate you or that kind of thing. It's, it's kind of, again, sort of this binary thing and it doesn't feel very fluid, you know? And I really do think that with AI and events, that is where we can grow in the progression thing. You know, I, I think it's really interesting. My question for next week would be, or next time I guess would be, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite world to live in in a game? Like, what's your favorite universe that's Ooh. been built in one game or maybe over a series, but where's the place where you like to just sort of tool around? You know, like, it isn't. The place where you'd first discovered emergence, maybe, to use kind of a hoary cliche, but to say, you know, the place where you first came up with your own goals. Yeah, You know, where it wasn't just, I want to win, but I want to stay here. And, you know, not just the first, but what's your favorite, too? Maybe we'll talk about both, you know? Oh, geez. Uh, What do you think? That's Enough a question?
0: That's a fascinating question, yeah, because I start thinking about, was well, it an adventure game, or is it?
1: Yeah, and it might be, it could come from anywhere. I mean, it could be Zork, you know, and, and, and honestly, I may go to something like that. The first time I played the Hitchhiker's Guide um, oh, text yeah. game, you know, that sense of humor really hit me right yeah. away and it made me want to read the books. I'd never read the books. I played the game first I and mean, maybe just, just a quick example, but the atmosphere it created, the goofy controls and the things it said back to you when you would write a curse word, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, it's like, Oh, cheeky! it's like, you know, that kind of stuff like, made me understand Douglas Adams really. Yeah. So there's a, just a quick example of even yeah. the text, you know, but mist, of course being this, I mean, I didn't like the missed games, but being this thing that I think people loved for the for it being atmosphere above all else. You yeah, know, those kind of things. So and up, it was really
0: successful at it too. Yeah, so,
1: so whatever, whatever, what are those, so maybe for next time. Yeah. And I, I think we always do. Oh man, g- ch- what? You, I, just,
0: I want to start talking about it now. But no. Say, yeah, we yeah. should say it about it. Save, save it, but what I was time.
1: gonna say is also, I wanted to talk about, real quick, uh, we were talking, I wanted to make a few recommendations of things. Um First and,
0: of all, don't listen to Hulk Hogan. He's a jerk. He's a jerk.
1: Yeah, everybody.
0: Second of all, Macho Man forever.
1: Yeah, he remember was great. he
0: saved the world from destruction. The Mayan Day of Destruction, Macho Man gave his life so that he could elbow drop.
1: I love the Ultimate Warrior. If we're being, if we're being frank here,
0: do you want to go go off on your theories about lizard people? Was he a lizard people guy, or oh, was, was he he? Just, did
1: he did he go crazy in the end? He
0: was super right wing crazy oh i didn't know that. towards the end oh yeah
1: oh oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> no i love macho man too i uh yeah oh man we should talk about it oh, okay, we got so much to talk about but i was going to say that uh that uh you were talking about we were talking about before right before we, we came on on air quote unquote about, you know, you've been borrowing the Wii U. Yeah. And you've been playing 3D World.
0: Yeah, I've been playing the shit out of 3D World. It's, and so you're it's kind of awesome. back into
1: Mario 3D games again.
0: I can't believe I'm about to say this sentence, but what, <laughs> nobody makes me smile like Nintendo. oh I I was playing through one of those fucking levels, and it I was getting annoyed as fuck as there was this, you hop in this gondola, and it goes down, and you flip on these trapezes, and... This, is this jump you have to make, and it's a son of a bitch. And but man, just seeing that level and hearing that music, and it's like I just thought to myself, where else do you get this experience? Nowhere, and it there is nothing else yeah. like it out there, you know. And people used to try, nobody ever, you know, some people got close. Um, but
1: and I mean, we're not playing with Crash Bandicoot anymore,
0: yeah. I, mean, um, I
1: don't play jumping. Fly. We should have jumping fires.
0: Yeah, game. but like Ratchet and Clank and and the yeah, the Jack series back, and stuff they, like they, that. They those those were all around. those were all real good. But nobody's even like attempting anymore, and I think that's a shame. But yeah, I I um,
1: it's a delight. That game is a delight. That's I, I if it's we talked yep. about it last week. But if it's underrated somehow, a game they got again like good score. Like but. I
0: said, when it's like when people think of a great band has so many great records and one of them comes out like I used hard promises. Cause I'm a big Tom Petty fan. Like a lot of people's like, hard- Oh yeah, it's a good record. No hard Promises" is an amazing record. It's just one of many awesome Tom Petty records.
1: When, uh, when it's not like when David Bowie releases a record and you're like, Oh, it's pretty listenable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, right. Like, no, I mean, some of those people still put out, you know, I don't know if you ever listened to dinosaur junior, but they're no. like, their last two records have been like, Oh, that was just like a regular dinosaur junior record after 20 years you know uh-huh. if you were into the band it was like they disappeared and came back and nothing had changed it wasn't that a nice surprise but i think 3d world might even be a little bit better than that but i certainly think it's, yes. it's in the pantheon of good games and it carves out its own niche that i i'd actually like to see them keep the world series going maybe keep a 3d separate because it's, it's really its own thing yeah but it's brought you back it's brought you back to nintendo it
0: really has and and it's 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 made me want to see what else nintendo is doing right now
1: and well and we were talking about something that brought me back to something which was rebels star wars rebels and
0: okay, and clone wars but before we go on there was a moment two or three years when did mario sunshine 2 come out or uh, not galaxy sunshine galaxy uh, mario galaxy 2 come out oh gosh uh, like
1: 2012 2011 uh, yeah maybe
0: okay I was playing Mario Galaxy 2 and Fallout 3 at the same time, yeah, and I got to some part in Mario Galaxy 2 where I had to jump over something to get to someplace or fucking whatever and I just said, I'm you know what I'm done with this I'm putting this down because I want to play Fallout 3. this is the type of experience I have I'm through saving the princess. she can save her fucking self and and I was like, okay, that's it, I'm done with the Nintendo. You know, like Fallout Three. This is—it's cliche, but you know, like I've moved on. Yeah, mature AAA experiences. I would never use the word mature. I would—I wouldn't say grown up from. I'd say grown away from. Um, I, I had
1: a similar feeling too. Like I was like getting achievements. I was playing Gears of War. I was playing Red Dead Redemption. You know, yeah, This kind of big experiences. And the Wii wasn't really hitting me. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't really doing much for me. And now going back playing Mario 3D World, I feel like they've gone backwards while also moving forwards in some odd kind of way. Like it's, it's, it's more familiar to me because it's got that, that Mario overworld, but it's also mixed with that Mario 64 type gameplay. Um, but it's accessible like super Mario world. And I thought Mario 64 was kind of inscrutable, but it kind of had to be because of what it was, you know, it was like the first big 3d platformer. Um, and it's it's really kind of brought like like you said about uh, or we I guess we both had the same experience with, with Clone Wars with Clone Wars but
1: but Clone Wars I don't think I was high on as you were it took me a while to get into Clone Wars yeah and but I like it a lot yeah I actually like it I've told Billy this I thought it was really good by the end I thought it was
0: I think it's the best Star Wars
1: and then I've been watching Rebels and I think Rebels starts out. Well, have you seen Better Call Saul? Did you watch Breaking Bad or anything? No. I've only seen one episode, and I watched it, and I said, I'm going to have to save this, because this is as good to me seeming as Breaking Bad was. Oh, yeah. Spe- like, instead of doing the thing where it's like the bad spin-off, it seems like it's starting with, like, all the experience and wisdom of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Like, it, it's, it's hitting the ground running, right? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Rebels. It just comes out of the gate, like, roaring, and they're Rebels. They're like, I told you, they're stealing a speeder bike. And that's a mission, you know, there's, there's, I mean, that's not really a mission, but it's like, it's that low, like low level they're on one planet. They keep coming back to the planet because they don't want to leave their home planet. They, they're, they're that level of rebel, like they're rebelling against the empire on their home planet. It's not some galaxy thing. It's so small scale. And yet it's setting the stages for this big stuff. Suddenly I'm like, wait, I care about the story of, a new hope again. Like it hasn't been ruined by the prequels and the Clone Wars brought it back, but I still always had, you know, it was still always hating Christians and it was still always, you know, like this, this has been, I still always had that dragging at it. Right. This is, uh, I see none of that Clone Wars it gets rid of by the end. I've forgotten that they're uh, even the same. Matt Lantner
0: is Anakin Skywalker, not Hayden Christian. Yeah, and,
1: and by the end of Clone Wars, I'd forgotten it even had anything to yeah. do with the prequels. It's like a different thing to me. It truly. really is. But Rebels, I will just say, well, you'll love it, but it has all the, <laughs> it has all the sneaking around, which I told you guys, which is such a big part of Star Wars that I didn't realize it. I was like, what does it have that it's sneaking around? They're always getting in disguises and they're trying to break in to tap into a computer or they're trying to rescue somebody out of jail or they're getting in jail or they you know they're like there's so much of that and i was like man there's so much sneaking around in star wars a secret stealth series completely missing from the prequels completely missing name the the scene where they were like sneaking around and trying to avoid the stormtroopers and you know no it didn't happen you know like where they missed they were trying to keep there's like something on naboo maybe
0: there's some like where i think in the beginning of revenge of the sith where they 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 what is it? They get on Grievous's flagship and they they kill Dooku and yeah, kind of on, on the run. On
1: rebels. They have a couple of things that the American side over the British and rebels have. They have like time and distance. Yeah, they like run off into the desert and the Empire is like, well, I don't know what to do. Oh yeah, they're you rebels. know, like they could. So they. they I mean, they are. It's anyway, it's good. So why? Is that? I can't wait to. Watch, I can't wait and, to tear and, through it. I've will... seen the
0: opening movie and I thought it was really good. And Dave Filoni is now the official torchbearer of the Star Wars universe as far as i'm concerned
1: well and they and i think they are yeah and they have that whole unified group which has like a lot of good people i really hope they let him
0: in on the films um
1: i think they they i think he heads the is or is he part of the animation or is it the i i
0: I think he's i think he's just got the the animation stuff going um but still
1: looks b minus but i mean in terms of the way it looks but it gets better uh i don't love the animation style oh really Uh, yeah um, it really grew on me. It's it,
0: so gorgeous. The the st- if you, st- man, if you watch Clone Wars, you st- you pause every thirty seconds, forty seconds, and look at the brushwork that oh, yeah, those artists that, did. Yeah. It's amazingly gorgeous. It's cr- it's incredible that that series was even allowed to get made. Really, and
1: I think Rebels looks better. Um, okay, just because cool. of technological, yeah, I, I know how and stuff. So anyway, that's my recommendation. I would also say, um. If you haven't, there's a really dumb game on early access right now. It's not dumb at all, but I'm saying it's dumb. Uh, I shouldn't use that term. I think dumb. I think it's bad now.
0: Dumb like Gang Beast dumb? Yeah. No, yeah, no. Which is it's the best kind of dumb? It took
1: up a bunch of my time and I didn't need it to. And it's called Mini Metro. Okay. And it's, it's just one of these casual draw a puzzle out kind of thing. And it's a little subway map. And you're basically drawing out the New York subway map with no words on it. So little stations pop up and you've got to draw the red line. And you got to draw the purple line. And little guys start going back and it's like do you want to add a locomotive and they it takes little shapes back and forth and you know you take the triangle people and you drop them on the triangle station which it posits a world where people are shapes and that circles can only go to circle stations i don't care where you take me just as long as it's a station (laughs) for my type of people Uh that's the that's the new york subway way you know a star's got to go to star stations i don't care yanka is a Wrong, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. Anyway, but it's just this dumb thing, and I start playing Forget it. And about my it. fiance sat down, and she's real organized, and she's dragging little lines around, mm-hmm. and you just watch. It doesn't even have sound yet, and I'm just watching these little trains go back and forth again. So that Mini sounds Metro, like an Apple IIe game, Mini Metro. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Great. Anyway, cool. uh, check us out. We got our Twitter, which we never talk about. But I was listening oh. to a professional podcast, and we had twitter. dot matters us. We Put stuff on the Facebook sometimes. Yeah, we, we we uh, we have a Tumblr, but I forget to post.
0: Yeah, whatever. We ha- we have a Tumblr, so I don't know. That's so, what professionals say. Yeah, Uh ch- check us out. Hashtag gaming matters. Yeah, I'm being, I think, slightly ironic when I say that. Dude, who we? the hell no, is going to hashtag? Have a hashtag us. No, we, we do start it. Hashtag we'll, gaming matters. We won't check it out. No,
1: I mean, I don't join should. the
0: conversation. Is what we're saying. We don't want you. No.
1: That's actually, yeah, no. Matt and I are over on TCOT, um, you know, talking to our proud patriotic brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not
0: sure what that means, but yeah. Oh, do
1: you not know TCOT? I think it's the no. top conservatives on Twitter or something like that. Oh, oh, so, yeah. And if you ever see that one, it's either two things. It's like liberals, ironically, like trolling them and being kind of snarky poop to be honest, or like just like, the nonsensiest nonsense that ever nonsensed. You know, it's just like, I mean, you know, like kid trails are all up in Jade helm gluten, you know, gluten. They're putting it in our presence of Kenyan sorcerer. Right. And a, I don't know. Bodily fluids. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so uh, don't go there. No,
0: no, but go to, go to, yeah. Find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. Um, if you have any questions, things you'd like for us to talk about on the show. Yeah. Let us know.
1: Weird. That's our first professional. It's taken us nine episodes or something to,
0: to get a plug in.
1: Yeah. And we have another episode that we've never run. Do you know that in the vault? Do we? Yeah. But get this. Every time I open it, it crashes. So I got to figure out what's going on with it. What episode was it? I don't know. I think it's,
0: is that the one where we solved racism?
1: Yeah. That was the one. No, dude, that wasn't just what we solved. All the isms
0: Oh like I said I just I remember Men in Black
1: We solved the great schism
0: I remember a taser And then I woke up In like a holiday inn In Macon And like that was
1: <laughs> Yeah that's, <laughs> that's... I had
0: a few sore spots on me And that was like That was it
1: and and, and 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 at night You wake up And Macon's a good night As far as I'm concerned Yeah
0: <laughs> As long as it's not Telfair
1: Oh what's Telfair
0: Fuck Telfair Georgia
1: Yeah you heard me
0: We're, we're starting to beef Right now <laughs> Yeah Anyone from Telfair want to step up to this? Take that
1: city in the county I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, Telfair's is uh, great. Is it great? I have no idea.
0: I don't think there's I've a ever town
1: been there. in uh, Georgia called Tennille. That's what you would think, like Captain and Tennille, uh-huh. but they pronounce it Tennel. Oh Oh, God! Why do we pronounce everything like such? What a whiff idiots down here! What a whiff! Do you think they have muskrats down there? I don't know. We in uh, in in oh yeah, they've got a lot of muskrats. <laughs> anyway. All right. I think we should end on that note. Uh, yeah. No, wait. You don't want to talk about Tony Orlando and Dawn? <laughs> um, Peaches and Herb? Any of the 70s great and, uh, ampersanded you know, duos? Uh, Whitehead and McLean. Uh, one time there was this lady, and we used to call her. And there's another prank calling story. And her name was Mrs. Whitehead. And we would call up and ask and say, is Mrs. Blackhead there? And when she'd go up, oh, then we'd say, Sorry, wrong pimple.
0: You guys. (laughs) Yeah. You guys.
1: And on that note these moments in the shower and cry. (laughs) On that. That's when I grab the pumice (laughs) (laughs) stones. And put it in your
0: mouth and bite it as hard as you can.
1: Never let go. Never ever let go.
0: (laughs) (sighs) This has been Gaming Matters. I'm Matt Hanum. I'm Lucas. See you later. Later. Peace, goodbye.